Bienvenue, vous avez fait de la merde difficile. And that means... Welcome. Wait, hang on. Oh. It means... Uh, you, you know what welcome it means. Welcome to welcome. Uh, Me and My Idiot Neighbor, the no, podcast no, that Corey and I are doing instead no, of Tough Shit from now doing, on about neighborly feuds. We're not doing your shitty podcast. Well, you're not going to like the one I came up with for today, then, because it's that was better. I actually told my mom about that. I said, about Me and My Idiot Neighbor, she thought it sounded like a great idea. Of course, your mom's your biggest fan, and she would say that. You don't think but she did, meant it. Did you figure out what that language was? No, what is it? Take a guess. Can you say it again? Uh, bienvenue. That's a hint. Well, you did it very seductively. And I you did. just had me lay down on your living room floor when I got here. I know. Next to you. I'll give you a hint. Last episode. French. We. Oui. What's that? Yes, it's French. Oh, okay. You know this. All right. And does that actually mean welcome to Tough Shit? Welcome, you've serve? made it to uh, Tough Shit Soft Serve. This is Soft Serve. It's yes. just welcome, you've made it to Tough Shit. Welcome back to Soft Serve, the uh, Tough Shit podcast for pussies. We're going to talk about some positive stuff today. Hopefully make everybody feel a little better. Yep. No poo-poo news here. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, internet, all that jazz, yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah, speaking of internet jazz, we have an Instagram, if you care, TS Podcast Official. It's where we follow all the <laughs> internet jazz. <laughs> That's where I, I don't like jazz. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not big on it either. I've got this station on Spotify that it'll occasionally come up with like kick you over to jazz you know, like, fusion. Uh, no, it's uh, um, what do we want to say? Kind of like EDM jazz. It'll just oh, come up. Oh, okay. I don't like it, so I wish it would stop coming. That's up. a little different. If, yeah. If you want some jazz fusion in your life, I don't. YouTube, uh, Lewis Cole. Okay. Phenomenal musician. Would I actually like that? I don't know. I'll show you some after this. But oh. anyway. Okay. I don't have anything else worthwhile to say. This is <laughs> yeah, going to go off the rails. This really is going to be a typical Because I've already serve. gone off the rails yeah. with what I'm talking about today. Mm -hmm. So, oh, you've, you've, I'm having a hard time taking you serious with the glasses. Oh, this oh, is a new development. Right. Hang on. Well, I'm, I'm going to keep them on because okay. it's going to help me read. But I can't take them off with the headphones on uh -huh. and then put them back on. It's okay. awkward. Here, I'll try it. Hang on. Okay, I guess that, that, no, that, that wasn't bad. that bad. Oh, I was just telling Corey I got new glasses, but I tried them on with a beard and a mask, and then I shaved, and Mandy brought them home, and now they're really big. They're maybe, very big. Maybe your, maybe your head got smaller? No, it didn't. Are you sure? No, they're just, what are you getting at? There is like a big head. <laughs> I got a big nose. Um, uh, oh, I this is going to be a good episode today. You know how I know? How? So- I've been seeing 11-11 all week, which okay. happens to me a lot. I saw it yesterday. I saw it today. I've heard that's good luck, seeing 11-11. I think so. And then uh, I we had comedians and cars getting coffee on today. And right as I was looking up a review of It Takes Two, the guy on the TV said It Takes Two. Same time. Wow. And if anybody listens to this, and they listened to the last episode about phantom limb pain, right before I came over here, Mandy had Queer Eye on. And Jonathan was talking about phantom hair pain. <laughs> I, I, okay, whatever. So I'm taking it all as a sign. Uh, sure. You know, hey, whatever works like for you. Like when they try to find the Dalai Lama by, by following trees that fell down. I don't know that one. Just take my word for it. Oh, okay. Uh, that that means a lot. Do you, would, would, you anyway, have some I, stories? Uh, yeah, I do. But before we get into it, it's the March episode. And for March, it... For us, anyway. It's usually the cock tease of a month, weather-wise. 
you know, you'll get some 50 degree days, 60 degree days, and then boom. Yeah. Two days later, it's fucking, (laughs) yeah. You get fucked with cold, shitty weather, raining, snowing, whatever. Um, Yesterday was a beautiful day. The sun comes out. I get in such a good mood when the sun comes out. Today's horrible. Uh, It's It's rainy. Yeah. It's it's rain. What do you want? Just, if it didn't rain today, would you have appreciated yesterday? uh, I wasn't in the area, so it didn't matter. Whatever. (laughs) So, yes. The awkward weather will kind of throw you through a loop if that's gonna put you put you off in March. Um, but there's, uh, you know, what else is in March? Oh, uh, St. Patty's Day. You know, the the day where you claim to be Irish and get shit faced drunk because apparently every Irish person is a sloppy lush. But um, what the know, hell did we do? We if just... it gets you out having fun with your friends, so be it. I didn't go out. We had dinner at home. Fuck I no! Cooked I was chicken. in bed by nine o'clock. <laughs> Two beers. Yes. Yeah. How was that a good time? Um, so you talked about a few good things with all the coincidences, good coincidences you've had so far this week. Yes. Is there anything else this month that's been good for you? Good? Yeah. For the um, month of March. Oh, we're fostering a dog. Yeah. That started this month. We've got uh, some friends who, yeah, we're fostering. They, they can't. They're moving, and, uh, yeah, we're fostering their dog for a couple months. I feel and bad. Which, that dog is going to be such a derp. Why? <laughs> They're going to pick the dog. And like, hey, I'm back. I've been reading her books. Oh, yeah. What kind? I'm still reading Ship of Magic. Oh. <laughs> which is actually going to go along with today's uh, stories. But no, I, I really didn't think that I was going to enjoy. I, I was, uh, I don't say that. Um, I was unsure about having a dog around. Yeah. I've actually enjoyed it the last couple of days. Kind of up in your mood a little yep. bit having yeah. a Yeah. And I told Mandy, I said, you know, I've heard stuff where, like, supposedly having a dog at home will lower your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. A lot of good health benefits. Heard um, that. For me, probably not for the dog. I gave her some peanut butter yesterday. I don't know <laughs> if that's bad or not. But I've, I'm, I feel like I'm in a better mood. I've been that's doing good. A lot of walks. So, yeah. So I guess that's good. Good. Um, are we going to do complaints today? Uh, as far as March themed complaints i have a march themed complaint let's hear it i just told you in the kitchen i had to put two nightstands together yesterday oh yeah i told Corey. anything i mean it's not really a march theme it's any time right i don't know i made them in march i put them together in march (laughs) okay anything with a set of instructions stapled together in an allen wrench oh fuck awful awful experience hating on the swedes huh on ikea oh ikea doesn't that stand for i don't know what it stands for it's the guy's name it's his initials yeah it might be yeah I just can't remember what his name is. Oh, one another good thing. Uh, in the U.S., everyone got their uh, their Rona bucks. Uh, oh, the stimulus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, did you buy anything with yours? No, no. Really? I'm buying a car. We're gonna get a new car. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Saving up. Yes. Yeah. Showing my age, I, I applied extra payments to my mortgage. So. <laughs> oh, very yeah. responsible. Yeah, I I may have bought myself something, but what'd you get? I'm not gonna talk about it, but it's from Austria. Okay. You know what it is. Huh? Looking at me. Schnitzel. No, no, I had schnitzel this weekend. Yeah, I just learned what schnitzel was this morning. You know what I'm going to buy with it? What? What? A bunch of schnitzel? Well, if a fucking Xbox Series X was available, I would buy one. Oh, there you go. But it's not available. And they, oh, yeah, bad March news. They delayed back for blood till October. Those bastards. It's rough. It's tough all around. I take back whatever I said earlier about being a good movie. Oh, your your month went to hell because you. I don't even want to do this. I'm gonna go do me <laughs> and my idiot just neighbor turn with this my mom. <laughs> I'll just turn this off. You can, <laughs> you can leave. Uh, uh, oh, before we get into stories, 
I, I wanted to bring this up with you. And we've talked a little bit about this, but, um, you know, on the show, we talk about first world problems and people complaining and all that. And we do. We try to help put things into perspective for everyone and ourselves with this podcast. Uh, and it's, uh, it's helped to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. Be it from, you know, learning about real hardships of the past or just bringing up some positivity with the soft serve episodes. But I want to take it a step further and actually do something to help the world. Oh, that's right. We you know, discussed this and I forgot all about yeah, it. Yeah, because two jack-offs sitting in a spare bedroom telling each other stories and putting it on the internet will only go so far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, that doesn't solve right? problems. So what I'm going to do going ahead, and I think you said the same, is find a charity or a nonprofit to donate to each month. That's somehow tied to the main story right. if we could do that. Um, and I just, I mean, it's, it's not going to be a shit ton of money, but it's and we'll just, put it on the Instagram, yeah, the we, charity. And, yeah, we uh, can we can show what one we did, or just talk about it in the uh, soft serve episode or whatever we'll do. So to play catch up for the year, uh, for January's episode we did spending. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to donate to the FEE, which is the Foundation for Economic Education. Uh, so it teaches you. Uh, how money works for you know layman's terms really yeah and it's fun they'll like they'll put it into like the economics of movies and games and crap like that how it works make it approachable yeah exactly so i'm doing that uh february for the dating obviously i'm going to do survivors inc that was the tattoo yep. covers up um you know the human trafficking tattoo marks and for march uh, for old Alexi there. I'm oh, gonna... I'm, fuck, I've got mine at home. The one uh, for the Phantom Limb story. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I've got the... Uh... The charity. Oh, God damn it. Yes, I have it. It's an acronym. They're all acronyms. Oh, yeah. Well, this, for this, one's, this one's pretty good for March. It's called uh, No Stomach for Cancer. It's uh, It focuses on People stomach cancer. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, That's actually a, pretty clever. There's a good chance, I like that. There's a good chance that maybe some of the stuff that alexi got put through has been passed on through education and the no stomach for cancer people have possibly benefited from it well like we said yeah it's uh, a lot of bad shit has had to happen for us to get to where we oh, are yeah. now yes and on That's top of all this i would like to challenge our listeners to do the same to donate a little bit oh i challenge all of you to arm wrestling matches well that's Okay. So that means I'll have to, <laughs> have to arm wrestle my mom yep. and like every other family member. So they'll have to arm wrestle like 16 people. Yep. And I, so that's going to be what, a solid 16 losses then? No, them. Okay. They're going to lose. Okay. okay. Just wait. We got 200 episodes in. This fucking <laughs> podcast blows up. They're going to go back. Uh -huh. And I'm going to have to arm wrestle your whole, millions your of people. Your friends and family. Yeah. The whole country. Yep. Of Germany. <laughs> or, right? Don't we have some German listeners? We do, yeah. All I right. think last time I checked, there was German listeners. And uh, we did pick up Netherlands. So the Dutch one. Okay. Kind of. So I challenge any Dutchman. <laughs> Corey will cover your plane flight to New York. No, and, I will not. And I will arm Absolutely you. not. Yes. Nope. And if you win, I'll give you the whole archive of I our podcast. You are going to be eating your socks after that statement. <laughs> I don't want to eat these socks. It's disgusting. Yeah, that's true. I'm half off right now. Yeah. Now get you would, you would have to go get your stomach pumped after eating them fucking things. I ate some weird stuff, though. I could probably handle it. That's, yeah, I, that's true. I had an omelet this morning with cinnamon toast or uh, cinnamon raisin. Yeah, cinnamon raisin toast. 
in the omelet? I, no, no, oh, no. With, come on, Corey. <laughs> no, I have to question that because <laughs> I've heard of listen, some of your I, omelets and quesadillas. <laughs> like, oh, I had a quesadilla full of spaghetti and American cheese Man. and five <laughs> eggs. Like, what the fuck is that? I wanted eggs. I wanted cinnamon raisin toast. I also wanted tomatoes and spinach. And anybody who eats breakfast knows you can't put tomatoes and spinach on cinnamon raisin toast. So I had an omelet with spinach and tomatoes in it, mm-hmm. and then I had cinnamon raisin toast with butter on the side, and I ate it. I get that. I, all right, I, I, I get it. because it's sweet and savory. You can't absolutely. do it Absolutely. Yeah. I had that this morning. Sweet. Had, oh, with your schnitzel? No, uh, that was Friday. Okay. I, I had uh, just uh, corned beef hash and eggs, and then there was a, a couple pancakes that came On the side. It. you got to keep them separated. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so do you want to get into some stories? Well, I've only got one. So uh, that I'm, means I'm going to do one. You're going to do your only one. And, and then I'll you, do. I'll, I've got two other things afterward. You know, I, I got to say. I'll tell you what. Hang on. <laughs> right. you, I'll, wait, you want me to do one and then you do one? Or you no, do the other I'll, way I'll do one first. I've got three things to talk about. Just the one, the two after this one. Didn't really write anything. So, it's gonna be, so we'll just go back and forth. That's cool. That's fine. Either way. Oh, this one's way too long. I was too. gonna say, I, I'm starting to pick up a theme with your uh, your writing styles. You'll either have scatterbrain. Well, no, not well, a little bit, but fourteen uh, year old like book project. Yeah, with the uh, with the full story, it'll be, <laughs> it'll be about nine pages too long, and you won't be ready for it. And then soft serve time. It's like I got nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and I'm <laughs> so excited about April. <laughs> That, that's all I can think you about. You didn't want to focus on the soft serve. Well, but that's this one okay. kind of snowballs into it. Ooh. Oh. Oh, no. is this like a prequel? Oh, I thought you wanted me to look up snowballing. No. Don't look up snowballing. Don't, oh, my God. All right. Anyway. Here we go. Go ahead. Tell us a positive story, Corey. All right. Let's go. Christopher, I would like you to travel back to the summer of 2006 when a dear friend of yours called you on a Sunday morning begging for your help. This friend of yours was in a weakened state and was in desperate need of Pedialyte, a bag of tortilla chips, and a can of cheese dip. Oh, that was a fun morning. To compliment, said Chips. You got into your car, went to the store, and received all the items for your friend, then promptly delivered the care package right to the bedroom of your friend who was barely dressed and piled up in a smelly heap in his bed. Then you proceeded to spend time with your friend while he regained his nourishment. Together, yeah, what happened to you? eating chips and cheese and watching History Channel for three hours. And your kind act didn't go unnoticed as your friend's roommate came in and joined in on the Pedialyte and tortilla chips. What are friends for? Pedialyte. Right? <clears throat> we went through a lot of Pedialyte. Back then, yes, that was our jam. <laughs> as heartwarming of a story that it is bringing junk food to your hungover friend and laying around his house, farting and watching TV for hours, This next little story is probably going to one-up that experience. When (laughs) What? I forgot. You remember that? that? We used to drink so much Pedialyte. (laughs) If anybody's wondering why the hell we're drinking Pedialyte, we don't have any children. (laughs) Phenomenal for hangovers. Somebody from Slayer? Oh, yeah. One of the one of the DVD, Slayer DVD, I think they, they were talking yeah, they about Pedialyte. Pedialyte in the morning because yep. it replenishes all your electrolytes, so you get fucked up the night before you drink a bunch of Pedialyte like a moron, yep. and then you feel better. It worked. It did work. It did work good. So. Yeah. It's expensive. It was. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> when Rena Jones was leaving Maryland to head back to Vermont for a visit <laughs> with her 72-year-old mother, who was sadly dying of stage 4 lung cancer... She asked her mom if there was anything she wanted her to bring from Baltimore. 
To which her mother jokingly replied, tempura broccoli from Ekaben, which was her mother's favorite meal in the whole world. Knowing the meal wouldn't travel well on the six-hour drive north, Rena's husband, Brandon, emailed the owner of the restaurant asking if he could get the recipe so he could make the meal for his dying mother-in-law. But the response Brandon received wasn't what he was expecting. Stephen Chu, the head chef and co-owner of Ekaben, said that instead of burdening Brandon with having to prepare the dish by himself, <clears throat> that he and his team would make the drive north and prepare the meal fresh so Brandon's mother-in-law wow. could enjoy it the way she remembered it. Completely taken aback, Brandon reminded Stephen that it was six hours away, to which Stephen said, no problem, you tell us the date, time, and location, and we'll be there. The Saturday after the email was sent, Chu Ekaben co-owner Yefrim Abib, I'm sure I'm going to butcher this name. Well, if they're listeners, yeah. they're not going to be real happy. <laughs> That's right. A, a babe. You don't Abib. like it, I'll arm wrestle both of you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and their colleague, Joe and Nuevo, uh, hopped in their pickup truck with fresh food and cooking equipment, then headed the six hours north to Vermont. The men arrived, set up shop in the family's driveway, and began to cook up a storm. They initially had issues getting the oil to the right temperature in the frigid Vermont air, but they persevered and prepared a feast, including their famed tempura broccoli. The food was wrapped up and walked up to the front door of the family's home. It was definitely a special delivery, to say the least. Rena's mother was beyond grateful for the gesture of having her favorite meal being home-cooked and hand-delivered to her in her home. Even suffering from sores in her mouth and throat from the cancer, Rena's mother ate all the tempura broccoli like it was just another day. Rena went on to say, my mom cried later about the generosity. I'm about to fucking cry. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> right? And so did I. <clears throat> they made so much food that she had it the next day for lunch. It's something we'll never forget. I'll carry that positive memory with me always. Now that's just straight up fucking awesome. I think the world that's needs the, more of that's that. That's incredible. Is that a good story? That's really sweet. Yeah, that was a nice one. That's awesome. I, so, where where'd you find that? Uh, I think good news. Okay. But then I, you know, you check three or oh, four yeah, other yeah, sites. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's fantastic. It's nice. <clears throat> you don't hear enough stuff like that. No. Just somebody doing something genuinely kind for somebody else just for the sake of doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, like. Did they charge her for the meal? <laughs> I doubt it. I don't know. I didn't. Did they tip them? I, I, they probably got tipped. I I'm think guessing. They should have been tipped. <laughs> I, did very... I tip you when you brought me Pedialyte and chips and cheese? No, you let me watch. Nope. What the hell were we watching? I think, Probably. Uh... I think we were watching like World War II documentaries on History yeah. Channel. Fucking bedroom like... stunk too. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Yep. Leah next to you in a heap, head and showered. <laughs> yep. Farting out fucking rum or what beer. <laughs> yeah, depending what theme I was on that week. Uh, <laughs> uh, gallons of fucking. Ugh. Rock. When we watch Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, what a great segue. Uh, Are you ready? I, I'm done with my first story. So if you want to segue into yours, is that what, or do you have something else you're No, saying? that was a very sweet story, and I'm going to follow it with one that's not nearly as sweet. Okay. I is it positive it. and fun? Some of it, yeah. Well, it is. good. Um, so, but the reason I picked the theme today I did for, and I, I'm not going to make a habit of this, but if anybody listened to Soft Serve a few weeks ago, Corey was giving me a bunch of fucking bullshit about liking pirates. So... I, <clears throat> I tried. There's nothing that bad with it. I was just giving you're you a little. You're picking on me, and I'm sensitive. But you're fantasy pirates. Anyway. <laughs> um, so out of spite, I tried to come up with three 
real positive stories about pirates. Really? Yep. All right. Didn't find any. I was going to say they were kind of- It was of, really hard. Yeah. They're privateers. They were- No. There's a difference. Oh. Yes. Privateers are like the American government hired out privateers during like the War of 1812. Like a privateer was a, a legal pirate. So they're mercenaries. Yeah, exactly. High seas yep. mercenaries. Yeah. They're, they're, yep. they're Blackwater on high seas. Exactly. Okay. Yes. That's pretty um, rad. So, yeah, not to um actual you there. Sorry. Um. So, anyway, I tried to come up with three positive pirate stories. All right. And I came up with one. It's too long. <laughs> and then I tried to come up with two more. Turns out a lot of them aren't real good guys. So really? this was difficult. So, you know, uh, hijacking ships and stabbing people for wealth is, is not uh, not exactly a nice man's gig. I don't know. I guess it depends on your opinion. But okay. a lot. Of, I've, but I've just been so pirate heavy the last two weeks. I've been listening to this book called. Hey, wrote it down. You should see this fucker. He's got matches in his beard. He's just who behind me. You got your. Oh me! Yeah. I don't. I shave. Got your scabbard on. I need to get new matches. The matches over the toilet are so old. It's from a, well, they just break <laughs> now when I try to light them. So, <laughs> so I'm listening to this book called The Republic of Pirates. Being the true and surprising story of the Caribbean pirates and the man who brought them down. It's awesome. That I've sounds cool. Very excited. So I found one story that actually is pretty I thought it was pretty positive. Let's turn the microphone so everybody can hear me. Um it's it's a little longer than it should be, but it's not too bad. Uh this was uh Alright, here we are. You ready? Bring it. This is a real kind of positive story involving pirates that's meant to spite you for making fun of me for liking pirate fantasy. Yar. Arr, I'm so excited about pirate podcasts. I actually came up with it. All right, you ready? Uh, do you have you have a pirate podcast? You want to get into them before your story? Can I just tell you the one? All right, give me one. It's called. It's called. Are you ready for a pirate podcast? <laughs> okay. Turns out after you listen to this book, they don't really talk like that. Oh, really? No, they're mostly uh, like Dutch and Irish and English. And... Oh, okay. So they just had typical accents for the day. Yeah, that was just Hollywood bullshit. Oh, so anyway, so of, here we go. So this is, this, is, uh, this is about the rescue of Alexander Selkirk from Juan Fernandez Island in 19, or 1709. Have you heard of him? Uh, you, you might yeah, recognize you him. You might. Yeah, yeah. This, this might ring a bell. So Alexander Selkirk. The man who is widely considered to be the inspiration for Daniel Defoe's Robinson Crusoe, uh, yep. yes, um, was a Scottish privateer and Royal Navy officer who found himself a castaway on an island almost 620 miles off the coast of mainland Chile. Chile? Chile. Chile. The expedition that would land Selkirk on Juan Fernandez Island set sail on the 11th of September, 1703. The expedition was led by... The English privateer William Dampier. Dampier? 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 Dampier. I'm saying Dampier because I wrote it down as, if it's warm out, I'm Dampier than Corey. Because I sweat a lot. That's true. So, uh, anyway. Uh, Selkirk was the sailing master of the ship, the Cinque Ports. It's, I don't, it's Spanish, <clears throat> I think. Jeez, well, I don't know. Looked up in a, a pronunciation lesson before, you because know, it's a, well, so listen, professional hey, here. Okay, well, I'm calling it, <laughs> but it, it makes me laugh to call it the Sinky Ports. The Sinky Ports. Yeah, so yeah. we're gonna call it the Sinky Ports. That's the ship, huh? C I N. Come on, boys, hop on the Sinky Ports. Get on the Sinky Ports, boys. We're going down. Yeah. All right. That's what a pirate sounds like. Swashbuckle. 
Alright, sorry. <laughs> Alright, so, um, Selkirk was the sailing master of the ship the Sinky Ports <laughs> under Captain Thomas Stradling. The Sinky Ports was the sister ship to the St. George, the ship, con- the ship captained by William Dampier. After navigating their way around the southern tip of South America and continuing northwest, the two ships came upon a French vessel and engaged in battle. Eventually, the French ship turned and fled like a little bitch to go tell the Spanish that the English were pissing in their pond and this particular encounter, it, okay, yeah, it, actually, this was happening during the uh, the War of the Spanish Succession. So okay. it was like this eight-year war between the Spanish and the English, and we will get it, but they didn't like each other. Nope. The escape of the French ship was then followed by a failed raid at a gold mining town called Santa Maria, leaving morale against amongst the crew low. Things turned around shortly afterward, though, with the capture of the heavily laden merchant ship can't pronounce the name, so you guys can just look it up. It's like a caution or something like that. Uh, I, I, that's, I bet that's it. Yeah, probably. After looting the <laughs> ship, she was left behind, as Dampier did not believe her worth taking along with them. This seems to have led, at least partially, to a rift between Captains Dampier and Stradling, the end result being Stradling abandoning Dampier and the St. George. Stradling, Selkirk, and the Sinky Ports made their way to Juan Fernandez Island for fresh water. It was here that Selkirk argued in favor of making repairs to the aptly named Sinky Ports, as she felt as he felt she no longer she was no longer seaworthy. I should have proofread this. Um, Stradling disagreed, and Selkirk declared he'd rather stay on the uninhabited island than risk a long voyage a long voyage on the deteriorating Sinky Ports. <laughs> I love this episode. I... It's a bit of a shipwreck. Oh God! <laughs> uh, rather than argue. Stradling took Selkirk up on the offer, leaving the man alone on Juan Fernandez Island, where he would remain completely alone for another four and a half years. Ooh, nobody else there. Yeah, oh. Starting to remind me of that one trip down the uh, the Allegheny River. We did one overnight. You left, you know, stuck there all summer. I did. Yeah, you do. You don't. I think. don't remember this because you're a sociopath and blocked it out. Left me stranded. I, I don't like being touched. <laughs> so, no, that didn't happen. Okay. All right. <laughs> Later on, Selkirk would say that he spent the first year or more in utter despair, believe it or not, regretting each day his decision to mouth off to straddling. <laughs> Eventually, though, he began to adapt to life on the island. Not only did he survive, but it could be argued that he even prospered. You hmm. see, though the island was currently uninhabited, at one time the Spanish had tried to turn it into an outpost. Oh, so um, there's some supplies. No, no, not really. Okay. Um, as part of that effort, they brought with them a shitload of goats. Ah. So, yeah. When they abandoned the island, they left said goats behind. So, um, once Selkirk... Cattle. What? Yeah, like goat cattle. Oh, cattle. Is it battle? No, no, no. He doesn't battle. Is <laughs> he going to battle the goats? No, he actually made friends with some of them. Oh, good. Uh, when they abandoned the island, they left the goats behind. So, once Selkirk quit being a poopy pants about being left for dead on a deserted island, he used the goats to his great advantage and started a new life for himself. Selkirk constructed for himself a kitchen and general living quarters out of goat skins. Wow. Very, yes. He was pretty intuitive. Like, he was an officer and shit. Well, it comes back to the, you know, people back in the day were a little more tough. They were a little more. You don't more... hear that about the Scots, though. 
Uh, <laughs> shitting on the Scots. I, huh? I don't know. He's Scottish. I, I'm just. You know, I got looking into the the my family lineage. I got a bunch of Scottish in me. Oh, boo hoo! Oh, here we yeah, go. It shows. You can't do anything. Oh, hey, okay. All, All right. All right. <laughs> uh, I have nothing against the Scots. Uh, <laughs> sure. So he's got his kitchen. He's got his living quarters. Um, he also puts together an all-new, all-goat skin wardrobe for himself. This man survived for four years and four months on goat meat, turnips, wild cabbage, and crayfish. Damn. Yeah. And when the rats who nibbled on his toes at night became too much, he befriended and took in the local feral cats to keep the little fuckers out of his bed, and it worked. Right on. Yeah. Um, in the evenings, he'd read his Bible. Or he'd sing and dance by a fire with some of the goats that he had managed to domesticate and breed. It was one of these fires that eventually helped to... This is the, the whole point of this getting was just getting to his rescue. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, anyway, here's the rescue. Um, it was one of these fires that eventually helped to lead to his rescue. Two passing ships, the Duke and the Duchess, spotted the fire and the, on the island after limping their way out of the Drake Passage, which is just wild. If anybody wants to watch videos on the Drake Passage, I think mm-hmm. it's called the Drake Passage. Like around the southern tip of South America. Oh, like the yeah. the worst weather in the world. Yep, yep. Fucking nuts. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly down there. It is. Um, part of the crew approached cautiously after seeing the fire, uh, thinking perhaps that some Spanish sailors may have encamped on the shore. Of course, what they found instead was a half-mad-looking Scotsman covered in goat skin screaming at them in broken English. <laughs> Because <laughs> he hadn't talked to anybody in four and a half years, so he could only do like half words. Uh, oh, yeah. Just talking to goats. Yeah. Poor bastard. <laughs> so, not only was Selkirk finally to be rescued, but it was by an expedition that included Captain William Dampier, the very captain that Selkirk and Stradling had abandoned four and a half years before. That happened to be the, he had not seen a ship in four and a half years. Somebody shows up at Dampier. Wow. Isn't that wild? Oh, shit. Yeah. So, at first, Selkirk was weary of the rescue for fear of reprisal from Dampier, but after being assured that no punishment would be forthcoming, he agreed to leave the leave with the expedition. But only under the condition that if he didn't like life off the island, the crew would return him to Juan Fernandez and to his goats. Really? Yep. Before leaving, however, and this is, this is another positive end, okay? Before leaving, however, Selkirk and his rescuers spent 12 days on the island where Selkirk himself helped nurse back to health close to 50 sailors suffering from scurvy. Oh, wow. Yes, using uh, hearty rations of turnips, wild cabbage, and goat meat. Hmm. So I think that we could. what we can all take away from this is that when life gives you goats, you just turn them into clothing. Hey, something, you get something out of them, that, yeah. right? That's not bad. But the, it... Uh, I'll say one other thing. Okay. So when he uh, refused to continue on on the sinky ports, Mm -hmm. fucking sunk. Oh, the sinky ports sunk, huh? What they used to do is they take, they beach the ship. Yep. They get a hold of the masts and roll the ship onto its side to repair and clean like this. Oh, like this barnacles. Yeah, like the stuff that eats away at the wood. Yep. And then they tip it the other way. They didn't do that. So they sunk. And then that fucker straddling got kidnapped by some Spanish. Wow. So not such a good ending for him. No. Little uh, little karma. <laughs> Maybe. I guess. I don't know. No, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I like there's that. some good stuff in there, though. He did his health deteriorated very fast after he left the island. He was in remarkable health on the island. Really? Yep. But once he went back to like ship's rations and like 
you know, biscuits full of weevils or whatever those bugs oh, are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he didn't last. Well, I think he died at 47. Still pretty young. That's a, that's a long run for 1700s. That's the one coherent story I've come here with. Okay. So if you would like to continue. Uh, yeah, I do have a, I have a second it's story if you would like to hear it. I don't <laughs> want to. Okay. Then no, I do. I want to hear it. over. No, That's I want to hear done. it. We're done. We're really done. enjoying this. <clears throat> All right. Tell me. Fine, fine. I have a second story. Uh, All right. And a one, two, three. Here we go. Don't Goodness. sing it to me. <laughs> Fuck. Please. <laughs> At one time, I sang you a story. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> it sure is delightful these days to peruse the internet and see the kindness from our fellow man that spills across the screen. With You're being sarcastic. With such heartfelt <laughs> slogans like, hey, cuck boy. Why don't you and your SJW homo friends go eat dog shit while you gangbang Rachel Maddow? Or the, <laughs> what the fuck? Or the ever so delightful you fucking maggotard Nazi. I hope you get your god jaw kicked in by a strong woman of color while you suck off a pig cop. We really are at the <laughs> pinnacle of mankind. Nice. What is this Twitter? It, pretty much, okay. yeah. yeah this the internet sewer. <laughs> we really are at the pinnacle of mankind. Or not. It's no secret that the older I get, the less I give a flying fuck about the toxic tribalism in modern world, be it politics, religion, or cultural differences. At some point, we forgot that just because you don't agree or understand someone else's views, that doesn't give you the right to treat them like shit. And sometimes it takes a child to remind all of us grown-ups to stop being assholes. So, that's my little intro to this story. That was offensive. I know. That's horrible. That that's what's on the that's internet. That's what you can say though when it's all anonymous. Oh yeah, yeah. When when there's anonymity and you can just be a complete fucking dick. You want to say something mean? Fucking say it and then just come arm wrestle me. Yeah, say it to Chris's arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say it to his one arm. All right. <clears throat> After the terror attacks in Paris on November thirteenth, twenty fifteen. Anti-Islamic sentiment was very high across the globe. Various mosques and Islamic community centers were being vandalized throughout the world. And one of these places to be vandalized was the Islamic center of Pfluger, Texas, where some no-branched family tree ass wagon proceeded to tear up a Koran on the front steps of a community center and piss and shit all over the place. I'm sure that really solved things. Yeah, that, that really helped things out. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> seeing the news about the vandalism... A strong, tolerant man stepped forward to help out and do the right thing. And when I say man, I mean a seven-year-old child. A young boy by the name of Jack Swanson went to his piggy bank and cracked it open, but not to put it toward an iPad that he had been saving for, but so he could donate it to the Islamic Community Center to help pay for the cleanup. Though he only had $20, the center's board member, Fasil Naim, stated, Jack's $20 are worth $20 million to us because it's the thought that counts. He also went on to say, Jack is just a little older than my son, Ibram. If we have more kind-hearted kids like them in the world, I have hope for the future. Though Jack was now minus his $20, his good deed made national news, and that good deed didn't go unnoticed. International rights lawyer Arasan if Iftikar, I'm sure I butchered that. I'm Saw sure the, it's fine. If you yeah. don't like it, I'll arm wrestle you too. Okay. Saw the story and wanted to pay it forward. So he bought Jack the iPad he had been saving for and had it overnighted to the boy. 
Like I said before, you get out what you put in, and this story is a great example of that. It was also a nice reminder that sometimes we need to see things that the way a child does, assuming said child was not being raised by complete fucking morons. Kids don't care about politics, religion, sexual orientation, race, or any other petty shit that we adults squabble over. And that's it. That's a little lesson positive story. It's good. Yeah. I like that. That's right. I yeah, mean, yeah, absolutely. And that's, I mean, uh, yeah, there's it's not polluted by all the bullshit yet. It's uh-huh. $20 to a seven-year-old kid. Oh, that's a lot that's of money. Like, Fuck yeah. That's like re- your entire retirement <laughs> to an adult. Yeah. That's, yeah. I don't think I ever had $20 when I was seven years old. I have to pick up uh, leaves. I get $1.50, I think, and I go buy the king, a king-size Snicker bar from the Uni Mart. Yeah. Yeah, so good that's investment. why I got the 20. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> that's Nothing. very good. That, no, that no was, we need to hear more shit like that. Absolutely. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, and that Jack was in Swanson. 20. Yeah, that was in 2015. So he's, I don't know, 11 or 12 now, maybe. Now he can ride a. Oh, no. I think he can stop riding a bike with a helmet on at 14 in New York. I think so, yeah. Pretty sure. Yep. Good for I, him. You know, we were the rebels. We didn't, didn't have no helmet. I wore a helmet. Or did you wear it, and then, like, as soon as you got out of the eyesight of your house, you're like, it's coming off. I don't want my friends to pick on me. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I used to, uh, I, when I worked for a textile company, I used to wait till I was about a mile down the road, and I would take my uniform off and put jeans and a T-shirt on. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Rugged. I didn't like that job. <laughs> well, that's good. Thank you, Corey. That was a very good story. Yeah, that and, was uh, just a short, quick yeah, one. A, I, I, I didn't have today. much... Uh, time this week it was a very off week but got a couple banged out so i finished this an hour ago uh, which is why my number two on here says now oh, <laughs> or, or, all right so now we're into your random notes is this or is this uh, you I said had, you had something two to talk story, about i tried so hard to find two more stories that were positive and i just cannot find it with pirates so the second <laughs> okay. one i just wrote down now struggle your way through justifying the sometimes atrocious actions of Carib- Caribbean pirates by focusing on how inclusive some crews could be. I had a whole thing I was going to, because there were, it was not uncommon for uh, pirate crews around the Caribbean. So this is like golden age of pirates, like 1715, 1725. Yeah. Um, they would uh, recruit um escaped slaves. I was going to say, I thought there, there was were, a lot of uh, us, Native lot of, Americans yeah. that would, uh, you know, come to the, they, mm-hmm. To the Bahamas, and um, they join. There are women that would join. Oh. Uh, most famously, like so Anne Bonny and Mary Reed are two that a lot of people know. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they a lot of these crews were. I mean, they had they had the Dutch, they had English, they had German, French, they had Africans, they had Native Americans, there were women. So I mean, yeah, they were all out. They were stealing and killing shit. All out chasing those doubloons, huh? But uh, so, I'm not <laughs> using the word woke. But uh, <laughs> oh yeah, pirates were woke. They were there was a very woke very, pirate, very progressive murderers and cutthroats. They were all awake <laughs> on that boat. Yeah, well, good group of mixed mixed bag of people. Yeah, that's uh, great. That's yeah, that's it. That's as far as I got with the second story on making. Oh, okay. Um, do you have any? Do you have a third story? Nope, I had two stories, and that was it. You said you had the one. I wrote down for the third one. Oh, this is oh, this is a stretch. Okay, here we All go. All I have is Robin Hobbs' Instagram is absolutely adorable. <laughs> For those of you who don't know that who Robin Hobb is, she's one of my favorite authors. She wrote the Live Ship Traders trilogy, which is a fantasy book that involves mm-hmm. pirates. 
And she's this super sweet lady, and she has Mandy follows her on Instagram. And she's always putting cool stuff on there from like hikes and stuff and like pictures of her dog. Oh, that's cool. She is the sort of person that I hope she's as cool as I think she is. You know, like how people idolize celebrities and shit, and it turns out like yeah. that Tom Cruise is a fucking lunatic. Yep. But I, I hope that Robin Hobb is listening to this. I don't think, yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's my third thing. I just so you, to, do you want to reach out to Robin Hobb and be like, hey, we, we mentioned you in this week's episode. I don't episode. want to. I'd be too embarrassed. Oh, my God. What if, like, someday you got to sit down and have a podcast about fantasy novels with Robin Hobb? Oh, Jesus. Would I wouldn't be able you? to speak. I get nervous <laughs> around you. Come on. And you've known me for fucking huh. 20 years God, or whatever. I'm sweating right now. No, that's my third one. Everybody check out Robin Hobb. It's uh, with two Bs, H-O-B-B. Check out Robin Hobb's Instagram. It puts you in a good mood, and that's good, I don't even have an Instagram. Mandy just shows me some of the stuff. (laughs) You you have your wife use her Instagram. I should just get an Instagram. Yeah, if you want. I don't know. It's fun-ish. But you guys should follow us. Yes, follow us at TS Podcast Official. I wrote down some, some insults from Pirates. Oh, you were going to insult me? Do we have enough time to read a couple, or should we wrap it up? Go for it. All right, hang on. I see your uh, computer mouse is on the floor. Have you been using your foot to control your uh, computer screen over there? Yeah, that's why I read it like a moron. (laughs) (laughs) I did bring this book called The Pirate Primer. Oh. It's all about, like, shit that pirates say. But I just came up with this 15 minutes before we decided to record, so I just picked three insults that I liked, and I'm going to use them on you. Oh, that's great. What a what a pal. All right. You ready? Bring it. Let's this is it. one. It's you say the blood in your veins is skim milk. Ooh. Yeah. They had skim milk back then. I don't know. This might have been from a movie. Yeah, why would I hear you it want, anyway? yeah, I, I don't see people watering down milk for No, their... what they do is they'd have a cow on the boat and if they milked it, they mixed it with some salt water. Oh, and it was called skim fuck. milk. Anyway. I doubt that. You can I try it on you? All right. I weep because I... Oh, well, she wouldn't sound like that. It's a woman speaking. <laughs> it's a woman pirate. Even better. Okay. Give, me, give me the accent. Oh. All right. Yeah, she's a crow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I weep because I am a woman after all. But yeah, she's an old woman. All right. But in my heart, I hate you. And with my soul, I despise you. For you are but a mock man. The blood in your veins is skim milk. <laughs> I love how you started as an old woman and ended as a surly man. I'm not good with these. Well, did you, was that part of the like the the the, the woke crew there? You just kind of just. I was went trying to include a... everybody. Oh, oh, there you go. You got it. Don't offend anybody in our audience. Oh yeah, all, all ten of them. You know what I have to say to you? Uh, let's hear it. I've seen streetwalkers more womanly. I would hope so, considering I'm not a woman. Oh. Okay, I think a stri- it's a streetwalker, a, a prostitute. Yes, it's saying that that you don't look very ladylike. I would hope so. That's, I have one I more. accept that. I would say that's a compliment almost. All right, you, you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Out with it then, Jack Nasty Face. <laughs> oh, he's a monster. Jack, Jack I Nasty Face. I lost that guy. Out with it then, Jack Nasty Face. Is that your mother's? Boop. Is that your mother's turning into an honest woman? <laughs> I think it means. There's no description? Uh, oh, here it is. Here's a here's a better one. I'll be telling you where the gold's buried when your mother turns an honest woman. I think it's being like it's an old yo mama joke. Oh, okay. For like, pirates. Your mother's a whore, Trebek. Exactly. All right. Yeah. 
Those are the three I picked right before I came over. Hey, I, I liked them. They were kind of insulting. I guess if I were a, a pirate or a man it, in the 1700s. I didn't really think it's true about – you probably you don't look insulted. <laughs> no, I'm considering I'm laughing and smiling about it. Well, I'll try harder But it's time. a soft serve. So why do you want to insult me? Bring me down. You know, this is supposed to build it up. Come it's on. building me up. Yeah? I'm in a good mood. It looks like you're built up in your trousers there, pal. What's, oh, I pooped my pants. <laughs> oh, he pooped his pants. That's <laughs> he got a back back end boner. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> is that what we're calling poops now? <laughs> back end boner. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can mark where the episode starts to go down. Yep. <laughs> yep. If you haven't figured it out, we're, we're out of stuff on our computer screens to talk about. I got half a page of notes I didn't even get to. Oh, really? Yeah. Are they just shorthanded like well, usual when I, and you when only I talked know about so much? The uh, Sinky, what was the ship? I already forgot. I'm the one who told uh, you about sinky it. Sinky ports. ports. Yeah. Uh, Matt and I were playing, my brother and I. We're not using names. Whoops. Okay. Uh, we're playing Wasteland, and he's got a sniper that he named Blinky Toots. And Blinky it fucking Toots. makes me laugh whenever I see it. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Uh, well, that's all I got. Uh, yeah, same here. That's it. I don't think there's nothing. Let me see. No, nothing at the bottom. You already did Instagram, all that good stuff from yep. top, right? I yep. already forgot. We uh, got, a, I think, a really fun one coming up. Yeah, April. April should be good. We have a, a pretty cool topic to chat about, and then we'll shoot for the soft served. It's gonna be a. There might be a missing week. We're not sure. Memorial Day weekend is gonna put a. It's, we'll yeah. see. We'll We're see. gonna shoot for our usual two episodes, but. But nope. after reading online, nobody listens to this stuff until you've done two hundred of them anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for beta testing our first two hundred <laughs> episodes. So We're, you, yeah. We'll We're see grateful. you guys here hopefully in a couple weeks. We got some more stuff coming. Of course, we still have more episodes of me and my idiot neighbor. With uh, who? You and me. I'm not in your show. And uh, Robin Hobb and I will be doing Are You Ready for a Pirate Podcast I almost, every other week. Uh, I almost thought of it was all pirate wrestlers, professional wrestlers. Like, are you ready to rumble? <laughs> oh, hey, ready to rumble. That was a good Dreamcast game. Remember that? Uh, it's a launch title. Vaguely. It's a great system. Minus only had one joystick. Yeah, it was all right. I remember playing Worms on it. Yeah. That was Worms a good was game. a great game. We can have this conversation afterward. Yeah. All right. On that note, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if for you the, like more, I, I think we have uh, seven episodes behind eight. Oh, yes. Last episode wasn't the eighth. It was the seventh. Oh. So. <clears throat> well, I was wrong. Yep. Not the Calling first time, you out. not the last time. And I'm sure our audience is going to be like, Ugh, these guys don't even know what fucking episode is. Ridiculous. I have no idea. I will not listen to these I can't anymore. wait till we get to the point where we have too many episodes mm-hmm. and we've forgotten. Yeah. I've already forgotten. So I have to go back and listen to remember things. And it'll it, be fun. It, well, oh, for canon? Ah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All um, right. Everybody, thanks for listening. Join us next time. And uh, if you didn't like the episode... I'll fucking arm wrestle all you. Oh, here we go. All right. Bye for now. Bye.